0: The Conflicts of Interest Investigation, 2020 edition. The Federal Chronicles radio shows review and commentary of Hunter Biden, Burisma, and Corruption. The Impact on U.S. Government Policy and Related Concerns. Recorded on September 25th, 2020. Separating Conspiracy Fact from Conspiracy Theories, Jason Cousineau and I, Eric Render King-Fisk discuss the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee and Senate Finance Committee's report that, quote, revealed millions of dollars in questionable finance transactions between Hunter Biden and his associates and foreign individuals, including the wife of the former mayor of Moscow and individuals with ties to the Chinese Communist Party, end quote. Jay and I discuss how this directly ties into the background of Donald Trump's impeachment, which began when he and his legal team inquired about the Biden's involvement with corruption in the Ukraine. How does this report affect the upcoming presidential election? And does this change the narrative about how one of these political candidates is better than the other? We end the show with celebrity voter shaming with Will Wheaton. The Fedora Chronicles radio show is brought to you by our patrons patreon.com slash Fedora Chronicles. For a mere dollar a month, you get early access to the show, show notes, behind-the-scenes action, and more. Coming soon, patrons will also be eligible for exclusive products and promotional materials. You can also support the Fedora Chronicles radio show and show off your amazing taste and style with new products from Zazzle. Zazzle.com slash Fedora Chronicles. 12.5% 12.5% of each purchase goes directly into keeping this podcast on the air. The Federal Chronicles radio show can be heard on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, Player FM, Castro, and Breaker. If our podcast isn't on your favorite platform, let us know right away and we'll pass along a special gift to you as a thank you our email address is fedorachronicle at gmail.com or you can reach us on twitter at chronicle. once again here's jason Cosino and me eric fisk from the fedora chronicles thanks for listening and enjoy the show wanted to start the show by talking about the show and that there, there are a couple of things that people always ask me about the podcast. And why don't we do this? And why don't we do that? And why don't we do the other thing? And the reason why I make the decisions is for the simple reason that I want to keep autonomy as much as possible. I don't want anybody yeah. to tell me or to tell you how we can do the show. And right. and I know that I've talked this to death in, in other episodes. But one of the biggest problems that I have is people telling me what I can and can't do on this podcast. And some of the people who tell me what I can and can't do on the podcast don't even listen to the podcast. And the people who love what we do and tell us to keep going and keep pushing the envelope are the people who listen to the podcast and they know what it is that we're trying to do. And we've gotten a couple of offers to join some other podcast groups. And one of the reasons why I've said no is I don't want our problems to become their problems. Like, for example, certain people in certain groups trying to shut us down. Like a local politician here in Ringe, New Hampshire, who was once again running for office, tried to use the power, the office of the New Hampshire Attorney General. To shut down our podcast and went so far as to go to our bank and try and dig up evidence to see if whether or not the DNC or the John Birch Society or Russians were funding the Fedora Chronicles radio show.
1: So wait a minute, this person is a Republican?
0: This person is a Democrat. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm not sure if I was clear on that part.
1: Well, you said that uh, they were trying to find out the DNC was funding us. So I got
0: confused. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. The GOP. Okay. <laughs> so th- this this woman who is once again, and she's n- eh, she she's never won a seat that I know of. She's never won a campaign. But whenever she becomes a candidate, she thinks she has these super magical powers to screw with people's lives and a couple of, a couple of years ago she did exactly that she tried to screw with us while she was a candidate and she made these wild crazy accusations about us and caused an an investigation into us our podcast and what it is we do and how we get funded and how are we making all of our millions of dollars jay
1: oh I'd like to know how we're making all these millions of dollars too.
0: I'd like to know where our millions of dollars are going.
1: So. Well, I figure if I know how we're doing it, we could figure out where the money's going.
0: Oh yeah. That's a great. Yeah. And by the way, that's going to, um, yeah. that's going to bleed into another topic that we want to talk about. So okay. w- whenever somebody makes a suggestion on how we can make quote, more money, unquote, the more money always comes with strings attached to it. Like, if somebody wants to advertise on the federal Chronicles radio show in the past, they've always wanted to put conditions on it. Like you can't talk about this or you can't talk about this. You can only mention my brand of product and nobody else's and so on and so forth. And and up until now, I have always said no. Many people have asked us, how come we're not on YouTube? How come we're not doing a YouTube channel? The simple fact of the matter is, is that I've seen far because we
1: have great faces for radio.
0: That's exactly right. I mean, even my own mother told me that I have a great face for radio. See? Now, a perfect example is that I am watching people being deplatformed on YouTube for saying controversial things. Um,. And we say controversial things. I think that it would take us less than six months to be de deplatformed off of YouTube for some of the things that we say. Yeah, probably. You might think it would take less time. I'm being optimistic. Yeah, I do. Well, and Joe Rogan has got... <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe Rogan has made a name for himself and a podcast for himself by being Joe Rogan. And saying and doing things that other people who are more famous than us will never do he's not afraid to say things like i i don't understand trans people i i don't understand trans people he's he's able to say that we're we're not able to say that well we could if we wanted to but it's the juice is not worth the squeeze um and i'm not saying that trans people are bad or or whatever what i'm saying is i don't i don't under i i don't understand it because i'm not wired that way um right but he's able to say these ridiculous funny things and keep in mind he's a comedian and he's an extreme fighter uh commentator he says extro- he yeah. said he says outrageous things when sometimes sometimes just to get a laugh sometimes because he just says like Quote, I don't understand trans people, unquote. And of course, that causes all kinds of, that causes all kinds of controversy. And it causes people to talk about him on Twitter. Congratulations. You talked about Joe Rogan got what he wanted. You're talking about him on, on social media. So he took this deal from Spotify to have his podcast exclusive on Spotify. Now, I can still find his podcast on Apple iTunes because maybe it's just the the RSS feed is bringing us directly back to Spotify or downloading his episodes off of the Spotify platform. I, I don't know how it works. I know how we do it. I know how we are on Spotify. Right. I think we're on Spotify. I haven't checked if we haven't been kicked off yet. Um. I don't know how it works, but I'm still able to listen to Joe Rogan's podcast on iTunes and all the other platforms that I use to see if whether or not we're still if we're still on these platforms. Um, and Joe Rogan is getting something like I don't is it ten million dollars or a hundred million dollars? It's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money. I think it's ten.
0: It's a couple million dollars. Um, it's more money we'll ever see in a lifetime. And this was a big, huge deal. This was a huge deal for Joe Rogan and for podcasters because Joe Rogan has eclipsed Adam Carolla for having the world's most famous podcast. Um, Right. And that's that's a goal for us, I think, is to be not as popular as Joe Rogan, but being popular like Joe Rogan and getting guests like Joe Rogan can get. Um, And Tulsi Gabbard, if you're still listening, even though the DNC doesn't want you to speak, we'd love to have you speak. Tulsi Gabbard is more yes. welcome on the Fedora Chronicles than she is at the DNC convention. Just put that out there. We'd love to get the right. kind of guests that Joe Rogan gets and ask intelligent questions. Joe Rogan has not been on Spotify for more than two months. And this news item came down the pike from Digital Music News. And they actually do more than just music. They actually have a podcast section. Uh, Spotify employees threatened to strike if Joe Rogan podcasts aren't edited or removed. And this was published September 22nd. 2020. A contingent of activist Spotify staffers are now considering a walkout or full blown strike if their demands for direct editorial oversight of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast aren't met. Last week, we first reported that Spotify employees were demanding direct editorial oversight over the recently acquired Joe Rogan Experience podcast. That would include the ability to directly edit or remove sections of upcoming interviews or block the uploading of episodes deemed problematic the employees are also demanding the ability to add trigger warnings corrections and references to fact-checked articles on topics discussed by rogan in the course of his multi-hour discussions some of the group's demands have already been met by spotify management through a refusal to allow further changes is stirring talk of a high-profile walkout or strike. According to preliminary plans shared with Digital Music News, the strike would principally involve New York-based Spotify employees and would be accompanied by protesters outside Spotify's Manhattan headquarters. Other aspects would involve media appearances and coordinations with other activists, activist organizations. Now, I don't know how you feel about this
1: New Yorkers. I mean, I'm sorry. I I think it's bullshit. First of all, the reason why Spotify was interested in hosting Joe Rogan is, as was mentioned previously, he's got the biggest podcast. Right. So these fuckwits are saying that they want fucktards, fuckwits, idiots, fucking cocknobblers, whatever you want to call them. They're all they they're like, we can make it better. Right. Which I don't understand the thinking of. It's like all of those idiots that leave the city because of the fucking cesspool it's become move out to the country and then try and turn it into the city cesspool they just left.
0: Like what they're trying to do here in Ridge,
1: New Hampshire. Why would you do that? Some small thing. No. Well, it's not just it's not just there. It's happening all over. You know, like here in Utah, we've got a lot of people that have moved from California and they're trying to turn it back, turn it into California.
0: Yeah, because what they did to California was such a great thing. I remember one of the
1: people that I work with, right, one of the people I work with is a California transplant. And they went ballistic when they found out how much of their electricity was coming from a nuclear fired power plant. They went ballistic. They're like... That's unacceptable. Don't you people know how dangerous that is? Blah, 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 blah. And they went off on all this other kind of stuff. And the funny thing is, is like a lot of the people in Utah just kind of let them ramble and go on for a bit. And they like, no, we're not changing it. You know I, what I mean? That's just they're really kind of, Brr. you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But no, that's that's a topic for another discussion. Transplants who seem to think that this, somehow they have a, a voice when they move to a region just because you have a master's degree or a doctoral degree in 16th century martian lesbian literature does not mean that you are so smart that you get to tell people in the rural area that you just moved into how they need to change everything that they do it doesn't work that way it doesn't work that way at all
1: and but it's that same it's that same attitude right that these these people at spotify they're like well joe rogan's not going to be allowed to talk to this graham hancock fuck you know, or, you know, he can't have, you know, we can't have him talking to Jordan Peterson because you know, those are the people they're aiming
0: at. They're from
1: New York. So they're talking, they, they don't want anything to come up that's controversial, ignoring the fact that part of the reason why he holds the position he enjoys right now in the podcast environment is because he's willing to talk to fucking anybody about anything. And he calls them when he thinks, They're speaking bullshit. He calls them out on it. But they want to change that. They want to be able to have editorial content control over that. It's like, well, let's take the guy who's built it to be the biggest thing in its sphere and not do what he's been doing. Let's not follow his formula of success. Let's make make him conform to our formula of success, which has not made anyone get as big as he's gotten. As a business decision. That makes no sense whatsoever, Jay. None,
0: Jay. Here, here's here's the thing. I just went to check on Spotify. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Fedora Chronicles network is still on Spotify. Now, if they have a problem with Joe Rogan, uh-huh. if they have a pro- problem with Joe Rogan for whatever reason, boy, I cannot wait for them to get a what hold a whole of us. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, right under your noses. Right under your noses, there are probably two nerds who are probably a bigger problem than Joe Rogan. The only reason why they give a shit about Joe Rogan is because Joe Rogan is more popular than the Fedora Chronicles radio show. If they only right. if they only knew some of the other crazy conspiracy theorists. Stuff that we talk about. I'm trying not to swear because my, my, my son is, right? in, a, uh, is in, a, in a meeting. He's yeah. in a Zoom meeting with, uh, with some of his classmates and his teachers. Because I can't really tell you what it is I would really love to be able to tell these specific Spotify employees. And I'm not angry at Spotify. I'm not angry at the people who run Spotify. Right. They provide a service and we salute them. Thank you very much for everything that you do. Thank you for helping get the gospel of the Fedora Chronicles radio show out into the wilderness. Thank you. These specific Spotify employees who want to protest Joe Rogan for the work that he does are jerks because they are not thinking about the long-term implications Of what they're doing, Jay. Because it's like if you give the mouse a cookie, if you censor Joe Rogan and you make Joe Rogan less of what Joe Rogan is, people are not going to be listening to Spotify anymore. And people are not going to be listening to the commercials that Spotify are injecting into the Joe Rogan show. You, You censor Joe Rogan and you make Joe Rogan less of what Joe Rogan, what makes Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, you're going to ruin the show. And you're going to re- ruin the financial gain to it all. And you're going to ruin Spotify's cachet, as it were, as it stands now. And then, of course, the thing is, is like, okay, so if they're able to censor Joe Rogan and tell Joe Rogan what he can and can't say on his own podcast, then they're going to start looking at other podcasts. And they're going to say, I don't want I don't like what the Fedora Chronicles has to say. We need to get rid of we need to get rid of the Fedora Chronicles because they're problematic. And we need to put trigger warnings on the beginning of every episode. I actually I really wish they would put trigger warnings at the beginning of this podcast because if you do that, more people are like, trigger warning, trigger warning. Oh, what what are they saying? That's so dangerous. I'm going to listen in. Yeah. And they don't seem to realize that they're now calling attention to what a bad boy Joe Rogan is.
1: Right. And the interesting thing that I find about all this is you have, I mean, I've seen today probably four articles in the last 48 hours about this whole thing. And in, at least in the ones that I read, because I haven't had time to read them all, I haven't seen anything about regarding Joe's response to any of this. You know, I haven't seen anything, any headlines that say Joe Rogan calls bullshit on Spotify. Blah 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 blah. Because, to my knowledge, he could still pull out of that deal whenever he wants. Oh sure, he could say, you know what, it's not worth it. You know, um, or he could say, you know, I got enough of this shit at at Face um, at YouTube. I don't need I don't need to get it here. I I'm coming here because I didn't want to deal with right. this shit. You know, I haven't seen any of those reactions. I've not seen a quote from him regarding this whole controversy. Which leads me to question, how much of a controversy is it really? You know, is this just a bunch of fluff that a couple of people are throwing hissy fits and Spotify is going to Joe and saying, hey, look, man, let them talk. Let them squawk. This is free advertising for you. Don't worry about it. We're not going to let them pull any of that shit. Are they saying and doing that? I mean... I haven't heard anything from the host.
0: No, I haven't heard. I would
1: it. really kind of like to, well,
0: oh, he's smarter than us, you know, cause he's just like, I'm just, I,
1: well, clearly let, he's making more money than we are.
0: <laughs> let him talk. Let him talk. What's right.
1: What, you know, if he knows something that if he knows something that's not coming out in these articles, good for him. You know what I mean? But I do find it curious that we're not hearing from him. Right. It's he. One thing he's known for is he doesn't exactly pe- keep his opinions to himself. No,
0: no, good for him. Good. I,
1: for- I actually took a page out of your book, and I was I was watching the the Tommy Dor show the other day. Jimmy Dor, and he had uh, a few comedians. Jimmy Dor, that's yep. it. And he had a few comedians with him on stage, and they were showing an interview Joe Rogan had done with a reporter from the New York Times. Yep. And Joe basically wiped the floor with
0: her. Oh, he absolutely. Like, where she was talking. <laughs> We're where, where calling her on all this stuff. To, of talking can't about. Just, yeah. Talking. Yeah, she's, go ahead. Oh, I know exactly the clip you're talking about.
1: Uh, he's, yeah. He's, you know, she's, she's talking about. And I forget. I forget who
0: Tulsi was, Gabbard. She, the, the the she Tulsi, was talking about how Tulsi, how oh, Tulsi Gabbard
1: was a. Tulsi. That's right. An Assad. Tulsi, she's a monstrous.
0: Uh, she called her an Assad Agent. apologist and yeah. Toadie.
1: And the only. And Toadie. And then they ha- they had to look up what toady meant because apparently none of them know what toady meant. I know I know goddamn good and well that Joe Rogan knows what a toady is. He could have spouted off the definition of toady. Yeah, but he was like, "All right, we're, we'll follow this through. We'll see how see how deep this goes." You know, she couldn't back up any of her claims. The only thing she the only claim she was able to back up was an article that was written at the New York Times by sure. someone at the New York Times. Which has been debunked several times.
0: Sure, that's it. That's all. they and have. when you've
1: got a yeah, when you've got a left-leaning comedian like Jimmy Dore telling the New York Times that they've lost their fucking mind, you know they've lost their fucking mind. Yeah, you know because he agrees with them politically more than not. You know, Joe Rogan I think is all over the place politically.
0: I think you need you know, to. There listen- are some
1: views he has that are extreme left, some views that are extreme right. You yeah. need
0: to listen to more to Jimmy Dore and his evolution really? of his, uh, political, um, stance and how he feels about politicians and whatnot. I, I think he's more, I think that he is becoming more libertarian. Um, you know what? I don't even know what Jimmy Dore is, but he, he's not a knee jerk, um, uh Democrat. Uh, and he actually like, uh, beats the hell out of neo, uh, neoliberals. And, um, you can actually see the transformation after he read the book that we reviewed on the Fedora Chronicles radio show, Listen Liberal. I think it's by Tom Thomas Frank. I'll have to look yeah. that up in a second. I read that book, and that was that changed the way I see uh, Democrats and Republicans, and they're all scumbags, but we're going to get back to that in a second. Um, I think that the the people at Spotify who are protesting Joe Rogan and want to be able to censor Joe Rogan. I think these they are bad people. These are bad people. These are not heroes. They're not terrific people.
1: Right. And I I, I think we should make sure we're we're quantifying what we mean when we say bad people. They are trying to stifle and control someone who has who is making a pretty damn good living doing what he's doing right. and they want to change what he's doing. Yep. And it's amazing. Cause like I was listening to the, uh, I think it was Tim pool uh, podcast the other yeah. day and he was talking about how, I guess, Andy go was publishing on, was tweeting out mugshots of people who've been arrested as part of the Portland riots. Now Andy go is a conservative reporter. He is a genuine journalist in portland and he's just tweeting out public record this person got arrested for being part of the protest this person got arrested for being part of the riot kind of a thing and tim pool was like he's not doing anything wrong these people are losing their minds they're saying he's he's doxing them he's not releasing any of their private information he's releasing publicly available information that anyone could get if they looked at and that is all he's doing he's like and i really honestly hope to god they try and sue him (laughs) oh yeah yeah because that that that's just ridiculous and that's it's that attitude right you can't publish information about me that i was at the protest i was wearing a mask (laughs) it doesn't mean that if you get arrested because you resist arrest that they don't take the mask off your desire to wear a mask and remain anonymous ends as soon as you start doing something that gets you arrested and these people seem to be just so mind-bogglingly ignorant of that very basic fact of life it just it's shocking to me it really is it's it's how do you go through life being that self-entitled, you know? But I don't want it to happen to me. Well, you know who didn't want it shit to happen to them either? You know, any of the 20 or 30 cops that have been killed in these peaceful protests. Right. Pretty sure none of them wanted to go to work to get killed. You know, and then um, another thing that Tim Pool brought up was that in Minnesota, you and I, we we had talked about this with Melissa the other day. In Minnesota, they're like, you know, crime has gone up. Where are the police? He's like, well, I don't know. If I was the police chief and they had me, called me in front of them, I'd be like, I thought you didn't want us. We took a step back because you guys said you were trying to find an alternative. So we took a step back because we didn't want to cause any problems for the city or its people who don't want us. You know, it's just, uh People can be so
0: stupid. Anyway. Well, this gets to another topic that I wanted to share with you. Because, again, Uh this gets to the topic of people are people wherever you go. I think that's a song. People are people, so why can't we be? Um, I sent you a link to probably the biggest news story nobody is talking about. And this is from our friends at the Department of Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs, or more specifically, the United States Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. And before people go crazy, go nuts, this is the actual document that's on Senate.gov. And I'm, I'm waiting for... To see whether or not you got it and you read it and what did you think and
1: Um you see you sent I'm trying to find the link. I know you sent it to me and I know I looked at it but I didn't. Work's been hell this week, so yeah, I, I I know I got it, but I did not get a chance to read it. Well, Can you summarize it for me?
0: Well, since since Daddy got up I don't know why I called myself Daddy. What the hell's wrong with me? Since Eric has been up since 4:55, and let the dogs out to go to um, to do what they want to do, like pee, poo, yodel at the moon. I actually woke up and Why I we got
1: that question answered right.
0: because um, you know what I like to do, I like to get up out of bed, go downstairs, put on my fedora, let one of the dogs out, make myself a cup of coffee, let the dog back in, let another one out, take a couple of sips of coffee, read the news uh go through what we were gonna talk about and maybe I'll put on some pants and some underwear before I, I start the day. I mean, you know, um the dogs woke me up early. I knew we were going to talk about this, so I thought that, you know what, how about if I actually read this? And I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read two parts to you. And this is the Johnson Grassley release okay. report of conflicts in, of interest investigation. And this was published or released Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. Washington, U.S. Senators Ron Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, Chairman of the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee, and Chuck Grassley, Republican from Iowa, Chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, released a report that revealed millions of dollars in questionable financial transaction between Hunter Biden and his associates and foreign individuals, including the wife of the former mayor of Moscow and individuals with ties to the Chinese Communist Party. These were just some of the findings from the investigation into political conflicts of interest arising from Hunter Biden accepting a position on the board of and taking millions of dollars from Burisma, a Ukraine energy company with long-standing reputation for corruption while his father Joe Biden was vice president and the public face of the Obama administration's handling of Ukraine policy take a deep breath oh and that and by the way that water the water that I'm drinking right now Jay Uh oh. yeah Every beverage is that much cooler when you drink it from a Fedora Chronicles brand product from Zazzle. Zazzle.com slash Fedora Chronicles is where you can buy your your retro swag with the Fedora Chronicles logo and slogans right on them. That's Zazzle.com slash Fedora Chronicles. Um, I, so I read the rest of this and it's it's a page and a half it's a page and a half and are you looking at it yet
1: no i'm not i can't find where the link is Uh, i'm gonna send you you've got to be more uniform in how you send me this shit
0: i'm sending it to you (laughs) via messenger right now
1: was this the one you sent on on messenger yeah okay
0: it's the one that has home homeland security government affairs committee yep uh I'm just going to yep, I'm I got it. I am just going to read to s- just some of the points of this. <laughs> I, I, what are you, are
1: you? Yes, and I read I read like there was like three articles about this that all conflicted each other.
0: That's oh that's but hey Now that's just a preview for later in the show, folks. Um <laughs> in early 2015 Deputy Chief of Mission at U.S. Embassy in Kiev, Ukraine, George Kent raised concerns to officials in Vice President Joe Biden's office about the perception of a conflict of interest with respect to Hunter Biden's role on the Burisma board. Kent's concerns went unaddressed, and in September of 2016, he emphasized in an email to his colleagues, quote, Furthermore, the presence of Hunter Biden on the Burisma board was very awkward for all U.S. officials pushing an anti corruption agenda in the Ukraine. End quote. Goes on to say that in October 2015, senior State Department official Amos Hochstein, do I pronounce it Hochstein? raised concerns with Vice President biden as well as with hunter biden that hunter biden's position on the burisma board enabled russian disinformation efforts and risked undermining u.s policy in the ukraine Hmm. oh but then it gets worse hunter biden was serving on burisma's board supposedly consulting on corporate governance and transparency (laughs) 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 when burisma owner Mykola Zovanevsky allegedly paid $7 million bribe. Lachewski. Okay. Paid a $7 million bribe to officials serving under Ukraine's prosecutor general. I'm not going to pronounce that name because I will just biddle it. Vida, vid, vid Italy, um, to quote, shut Italy, the
1: Yurima.
0: Yurima. To shut the case against Zolanovsky. George Kent testified that the bribe occurred in December 2014, seven months after Hunter Biden joined Burisma's board. And after learning about it, he and the resident legal advisor reported this allegation to the FBI. Oh, that's pretty bad. Could it get worse? Well, let's find out, Eric.
1: No, No, Now Hold on. Let's make sure we make it clear. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's make it clear that when he says he and the resident legal advisor reported the allegation to the FBI, that means George Kent reported it. Yep. That does not mean that Hunter Biden reported it. Very good. That's, that's not a very well-written sentence. No. Continue. It should,
0: when yes. they, they should have been more specific. Remove some of your pronouns. In addition to over $4 million yeah. paid by Marisa Barisma to Hunter Biden and his business partner, Devin Archer, for membership on the board, Hunter, his family, and Archer received millions of dollars from foreign nationals with questionable backgrounds, which we will get back to in a second. It also says here, Devin Archer received $142,300 from this gentleman in Kazakhstan, purportedly for a car the very same day vice president joe biden appeared with ukrainian prime minister and addressed ukraine's legislation on kiev regarding russia's actions in crimea hunter biden received a 3.5 million dollar one hold on hold on oh oh, i'm getting oh okay
1: so i find it interesting that in this article i know you're going to link it on the site yep but That actually is in bold, that Hunter, his family, and Archer received millions of dollars from foreign nationals with questionable backgrounds. That's in bold.
0: That's in bold. On the
1: Senate.gov site, they made that statement in boldface. Yes.
0: But they even get into specifics later on here. Um, Yep. Because could it get any worse, Jay?
1: (laughs) Of course he can, not Oh, oh, of course. This is American politics.
0: (laughs) Hunter Biden received $3.5 million wire transfer from Elena Bacurana, the wife or widow of the former mayor of Moscow. Hunter Biden had business associations with uh, uh, Chinese nationals linked to the communist government and People's Liberation Army. Those, associ- those associations resulted in millions of dollars in questionable transactions. Hunter Biden opened a bank account with Gong Dong fin- that financed a $100,000 global spending spree with James Biden and Sarah Biden. Hunter Biden also moved millions of dollars from his law firm to James Biden's and Sarah Biden's firm. Upon being questions about the transaction, Sarah Biden refused to provide supporting documentation and information to more clearly explain the activity. The bank subsequently closed the account. Biden paid non-residential women. Oh, wait a minute. This is the worst one, Jay. I forgot. This is the worst one. They saved this for last. Yeah. Hunter Biden paid non-residential. residential women who were nationals of Russia or other Eastern European countries who appear to be linked to an Eastern European prostitution or human trafficking ring. As outlined in Senate Resolution 70, the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee has the express authority to, quote, to study or investigate the efficiency and the economy of operations of all branches of the government including the possible existence of corruption or unethical practices and conflicts of interest the senate finance committee has broad jurisdiction over the united states government and the department of treasury the department of treasury and the financial crimes enforcement network which includes oversight jurisdiction over potential Financial Crimes. A copy of the full report is available here. Well, let's go over here. Here. Let's go over here. And this is a 84-page document that is basically full of, oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's not good. And you scroll down (laughs) to the conclusion here and this is awful this is it's this is awful i don't even know how to 87 describe it pages. 87 pages and oh and also there's another document that's even longer that has all the interviews and phone calls everything involved in this now why do we bring this up jay the american people should be in a panic right now if you're listening to this, you should be flipping out and you should be pissed and you should be angry, even if you are a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter. Because there is a similar into, in, in investigation and an ongoing investigation into how the Trump family has made a pretty penny, and I'm talking about maybe $1.3, $1.6 billion while the president has been in office, which is in clear violation of the Emoluments Clause in the constitution on the ballot there this november yep you have the choice of a blue crime family or a red crime family do you need me to pause for a second buddy No,
1: that's good. okay
0: you have the choice
1: which is going back to something that you and i have been yeah you and i have been somewhat joking about this for months now is this election is truly about which rich white old, sexual harasser, apparently criminal, do you want to have an office? The differences between, I mean, there's, we could possibly see an election this year that is truly all about the, you know, the, the economy, the, you know, all of all of the things that matter instead of character assassination, because anything that they throw at Trump, he can throw back at Biden. Anything Trump throws at Biden, Biden can throw back at Trump. Anyth- They're both equal pieces of shit. Anything
0: you can do, I could do better. Anything you can do, I can do better.
1: <laughs> right? I so, mean, this is just, this is mind-boggling. This is mind-bogglingly bad. This is absolutely mind-boggling. Because, right, because no one on either side can get on a moral high horse and say your guy's awful because of this exactly well how, now you're gonna have to talk about the issues now you're gonna have to actually be educated what exactly did the other guy do he an issue politically a political issue that is bad or good you know what is what is it about the person you're voting for the person you're supporting that Makes them a good candidate because all of the character assassination shit goes out the window because they're the same goddamn thing in different ways. They're the same thing. It's just oh, drives me.
0: Yeah, and who 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 is? Because you you. This is why we drink. (laughs) And but the thing is, it is like if 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 you do a search. If you do a search for any of these people, like, for example, do a search for Sarah Biden, and you will find that there have been, over the course of the past year or so, there have been people who have been calling attention to conflicts of interest, or as I like to call it, corruption. You do a search for Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is not a good man. Hunter Biden is a horrible human being. Hunter Biden has done some of the things in his personal life that would get you excluded from respectable company. Let me just put it to you that way. I mean, do we really want to talk about how um, Hunter Biden was in a relationship with his brother's widow and then turned around and had an affair with a stripper and knocked up that stripper? Is, is, Is that hitting below the belt? And... Also, there are a lot of. Well,
1: I mean, it's a politician, so I mean, is there really a beloved belt to hit?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. And then there are the clips that I might find later and inject them. When Joe Biden was asked, "What? Why did they hire Hunter Biden in the first place? Why did Why did they hire Hunter Biden?" Well. Joe Biden was, according to this document, and uh, and I'm paraphrasing, Joe Biden was the face of America's fight to end corruption in the Ukraine. And while Donald Trump is being accused of being a, quote, puppet of Putin, unquote, Hunter Biden is receiving kickbacks or received a, a wire transfer gift of money in the millions From the widow of the former mayor of Moscow.
1: Why? I mean, and it's substantial money. This is not, you know, this is not run to the grocery store and pick up some eggs money. This is like run to the grocery store and buy it kind of money.
0: Do we want to read the table of contents of this document? Because as bad as it sounds, it's
1: actually worse. Uh, Right. So when you go to that link. Yeah. It says Hunter Biden, Burisma, and Corruption, the Impact on U.S. Government Policy and Related Concerns. And there's a number of related files. Yeah. And let's see, one, two, three. they've got exhibits, errata from Kent, from Hochstein, Valley, Newland, Painter, Tamarantano, Wade, and Zentos. So I'm going to go straight to the final report. The vice president's office and State Department officials were aware of, but ignored concerns relating to Hunter Biden's role on Burisma's board. So this is just the table of contents. Right. This is just the table of contents. One is executive summary, two is introduction, three is conflict of interest. So number four was vice president's office were aware of, but ignored concerns. Secretary of State John Kerry falsely claimed he had no knowledge about Hunter Biden's role on Burisma's board.
0: We'll get back to that State one. State
1: Department officials viewed yep. State Department officials viewed Mikola Zlochevsky as a corrupt, odious oligarch, but Vice President Biden was advised not to accuse Locheevsky of corruption. While Hunter Biden served on Burisma's board, Burisma's owner Zlokevsky allegedly paid a $7 million bribe to Ukraine Prosecutor General's office to close the case. Hunter Biden, a Secret Service protectee, while on Burisma's board. Obama administration officials and a Democrat lobbying firm had consistent and significant contact with former Ukrainian official Andriy Telezenko. The minority falsely accused the chairman of engaging in a Russian disinformation campaign. And used other tactics to interfere in the investigation.
0: We'll get back to that in a, set, Hunter a second. Hunter Biden
1: term. and his family's financial transactions. Yep, <laughs> Hunter Biden and his family's financial transactions with Ukrainian, Russian, Kazakh, and Chinese nationals raised China- criminal concerns and extortion threats. And then the conclusion.
0: This is probably as bad as it could. This is possibly, an eighty-seven-page
1: yeah. document. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because. The simple fact of the matter is, is that if this was a Republican, if this was Donald Trump, the New York Times and the Washington Post would be demanding a resignation or withdrawal from the election campaign. Oh yeah. Without, without a doubt. And then one of the things,
1: yeah. And in all honesty, they would be justified in doing so.
0: Oh, absolutely. If, if Donald Trump Jr., or Eric Trump, was accused of the same thing. Well, but wait a minute, there's an investigation into just that. They would be demanding yep. Donald Trump leave office and drop out of the race. Well,
1: they've been but, demanding that for years, so I mean, they would actually have a point this time.
0: So, but the thing is, Jay, since 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I have been literally reading this document. And I cannot tell you how awful and ugly this whole thing looks. It is probably one of the biggest scandals yeah. since Watergate. But here here's how the New York Times is reporting it. it Republican inquiry finds no evidence of wrongdoing by Biden. That's not true. I just read the report. Yeah. There's there's no way you can say there that That is
1: demonstrably false.
0: That that is demonstrably false. Now, liberal friends of ours are going to point to this document, this article from the New York Times. I'm I'm just going to see if I can finish reading this until it hits the paywall. The report delivered on Wednesday appeared appeared to be a little more than rehashing of unproven allegations that echoed a Russian disinformation campaign. Now, I've, I've read most of the report. I've skimmed through the evidence, and here's the paragraph that threw me for a loop—a a loop, as it were. But an 87-page report summarizing up the finding, released jointly on Wednesday by the Senate Homeland Security and Finance Committees, contained no evidence that Elder Mr. Biden inappropriately manipulated American policy towards Ukraine or committed any other misdeeds. In fact investigators heard witnesses that witness testimony that rebuted those charges on the face of that. That's, that's ridiculous because there's, and there's, well, the thing is,
1: is that if, if here's the thing, right, they could be just because his son was corrupt as hell, that that influenced Joe Biden to make national level decisions based on his son's corruption. That may be factually true. Right i don't
0: know when they're In saying no. Honesty, i don't
1: know
0: when they say that but there's was no, that
1: because yeah but
0: i think ahead. that i think that there's a little lag between the two of us i think that because the internet has been acting hokey yeah there, there is okay now when they say when the new york times says republican inquiry finds no evidence of wrongdoing by biden which biden are they talking about are they talking about joe biden <laughs> There's because there's the stink of impropriety. The only reason why Hunter Biden got this job that we can suspect is because of his father, Joe, being the vice president and working so hard to with the international community to end corruption in Ukraine. That's that's the only thing that we can look out and and see. And these people like sort of like bend over backwards. Um, Here's another article from The Washington Post. The GOP's own star witnesses just blew up Trump's Hunter Gate or Hunter Ghazi smear. President Trump has spent over two years trying to, quote, prove that Joe Biden's activities in the Ukraine were corrupt. This report exactly says exactly that says ex- it,
1: this. In fact, re- it's right there in the in the the, the table of contents fucking says it practically word for word.
0: NPR gop report hunter biden's ukraine job quote problematic effect on policy is unclear
1: how can you everybody in- right but is that because it, again the the whole the whole thing to me is why if its effect on policy is unclear is that because everyone else was aware that we can't trust joe's word on any shit he says concerning this
0: that's a good question that's a Where good are those point tapes? that's a that's a good question that is a good point and you you look at all of these other depending on what side of the political aisle they are you can tell how they're spinning this conservatives are like oh my god this is the worst thing that has ever happened in american po- uh, international policy this is absolutely totally horrible this is the worst thing that ever happened apparently you've right. never apparently you've never read the devil's chessboard um, and Democrats are, or, or publications that lean liberal and favor the Democrats. It's like, this is no big deal. This is no big deal. But if you actually read the report, like I have.
1: It's pretty damning. Now we also, we also have to admit that this report was written predominantly by Joe Biden's political opponents.
0: Oh yeah. There was written, uh, I think I stated that. I said when I read off the names of the the two chairmen yeah. on these committees, they're Republicans.
1: Oh yeah, no, no no, I'm not saying you didn't. I'm just saying we have to remember that, you know. It's it this could be damning, but is this political is this a political hit piece done through the auspices of the government, you know? What I'd like to see and I haven't I'm kind of poking around here but I'm not actually seeing it is this, these are the fine, these are, this is the report of the committee. All right. Who wrote this report? Is it just Johnson and Grassley? And what about the Democrats that were on that committee?
0: Yeah. What about them?
1: You know, what was their opinion on it? Did and that, they, yeah. were they like, oh, fuck. or were they like, you know, oh, this is bullshit. You guys, you're making a big deal out of nothing. And, you know, that's, that's the annoying part. Of American politics is that we can never truly know how much of really any given story is actual fact and how much of it is just political hit piece man- maneuvering. Because they both do it. Oh, absolutely. This is a damning report from a suspect source.
0: If we were intellectually honest, we would we would say, yes, it, it is very damning. It is indeed just that it is it's a damning report from a source that is biased we completely totally admit that
1: right yeah now which is two things annoying as hell is like how are we ever going to arrive at the truth
0: well (laughs) i think that basically by the two of us doing a podcast and being absolutely totally honest with ourselves and our feelings is probably the closest thing we are ever going to get to the truth Because let's just be honest, I don't like Biden, and I don't like Trump either. I really don't have a lot of respect for either one of them. Now, here's two things I want to go back to. Secretary of State John Mm Kerry falsely claimed that he had no knowledge about Hunter Biden's role on Burisma's board. Now, the $10,000 question is, what's going to happen to John Kerry now that he's been caught lying about what he knew and what he didn't know, you know about, about yeah, I do, Nothing's going to
1: happen to him, you know that.
0: Yeah. How come John Kerry isn't being called on the carpet on that? Nothing's going to happen. How come the media is not going after him?
1: Well, because he's retired. You know, he's only good for sound bites on um, saying something nasty about Trump or some given Republican candidate or whatever. That's all he's good for. They can't go to him for anything, you know, actually relevant and reliable because he's retired. You know, he's he's the elder statesman now. So and it's all again, it's all political theater, bullshit, nonsense. Right. I don't trust Donald Trump at all. I wouldn't trust him in a room with my kids. I don't I don't like the man. I really, really don't. Some of the things he's done politically, some of the policies he's put through, I don't really see a problem with. Some of them I actually like. But in general speaking, as a person, I do not like him. I do not trust him. Um, I honestly think those the policies that he's put through that I like are more by accident than right. design on his part. And when I say that, I mean that was I like the end effect of those policies, but I'm not sure that was his intent. It's like he it's like he Donald Trump's not stupid. He's not an idiot. Yeah. No. Go ahead.
0: Um this I mean this scares the fuck out of me because just as you're talking I'm, I'm I'm skimming through the other articles and I'm just realizing like John Kerry was almost president of the United States back in
1: 2004.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he's according to this GOP report, John Kerry was caught lying talking about whether or not he knew the truth about what Joe Biden's son was doing on this board. Uh, And how how does, how does, as a former Senator, a former Senator
1: as a former Senator for, for how many years he was, he was, he was my Senator for something ridiculous, like 30 fucking years or some shit like that did absolutely nothing while he was a Senator, literally nothing. I didn't like, Ted Kennedy. But Ted Kennedy did his damn job. I just didn't like how he did it. John Kerry didn't do a damn thing when he was sitting in the Senate getting paid a shit ton of money by us. He didn't do a single fucking thing. He co-sponsored one bill. Co-sponsored. That means he didn't even write the damn thing. Someone else wrote it. He just put his name on it. Okay. then he tried to become president and failed. Then he became secretary of state. And lo and behold, we find out after the fact he lied to the Senate as a former sitting senator for three decades or close to three decades, a quarter of a century anyway. He knows you do not lie to the Senate. You're not supposed to do that. That is what we like to call a very bad idea. And yet he did it. And why did he do it? Out of party loyalty, out of loyalty to what, Joe Biden? So he's putting party loyalties above his loyalties to the people he should be putting his loyalty to, which is the people of the United States. Now, to be completely fair, he is far from the only politician who does that. Oh, oh, that is the problem. That's
0: how we were going to close the show. Because there are other allegations, there are similar allegations to other senators who have somehow secured sweetheart deals for their children, their adult children. And also, we know for a fact that senators and congressmen are immune from prosecution for buying and selling and trading stock based upon bills that they pass. Whereas, let's let's just say that there was going to be a government contract to the Fedora Chronicles network to get them on, let, let's just say, um, Radio Free America with a sweetheart advertising deal with Zazzle that's going to make the Fedora Chronicles dozens of dollars. And the stock is going to quadruple. And the, and the senators and the congressmen know that the stock in the Fedora Chronicles network is going to quadruple. They go ahead and they buy stock in the Fedora Chronicles. And then when the, just before the stock peaks, they sell it at a profit. Senators and congressmen can do that.
1: At a huge profit.
0: At a huge, yeah. And the thing is, is that they have insider information that nobody else does.
1: Yeah. It's insider trading and it's illegal for anyone else.
0: Now, if Eric Fisk and Jason Cousineau did that, called our parents and say, "Um, hey, there's going to be a big, huge um, bump in our stock price, buy now. That phone call is against the law. But if Nancy Pelosi calls her husband and says, there's going to be a big, huge bump in the Fedora Chronicles stock on the stock market exchange, buy as much of it as you can. She's immune from prosecution. 60 Minutes has done segments on this. And they asked, hey, Nancy Pelosi, how is this and fair? And they all do it. And they all do oh, Republicans and Democrats. And independent like Bernie Sanders, yeah. I'm pretty sure, has done it. I think the, the thrust of this is, is that people in Washington, whether elected or appointed officials are able to use their adult children and their careers to make obscene amounts of money, while at the same time, and I'm going to echo Jimmy Dore and some other podcasters who talk about this. They get to say, we can't afford things like like Medicare or Medicaid for all. We can't afford student loan debt forgiveness. We can't afford all of these broad, programs and projects we can't afford to fix roads and bridges we shouldn't be building up walls on the mexican border while they're living in gated uh, communities well people like gene shaheen and maggie hassan are going to fundraising galas in washington dc and areas around um cities and towns in new hampshire for thousands of dollars a plate There are people here in my state, in your state as well, Jason and listeners, where families have to stop and think, what are they going to do during this pandemic? Are they going to pay the mortgage or are they going to buy food for their families for the month? It's one or the other. It can't be both. Well, they're making obscene amount of of money on the via the bills that they pass for their friends and family. The middle class is being decimated. And the upper middle class is being decimated. And it's crap like this that explains how are we becoming an oligarchy? How are we becoming a techno-oligarchy? Because also you have social media firms and all of their fact-checking flags on posts. I'm I'm sure that the that the, the, the Facebook post for this is going to get flagged. I can almost guarantee it, Jay. Oh, of course. I'm sure that we're going to oh, get it. absolutely. A, I would be surprised if we didn't get a fact-checking flag.
1: Right. You know, because our, our source for really, I think, the biggest news item that we've discussed today is the Hunter Biden thing. And our source is, you know, questionable. I mean, the federal government? Come on.
0: But this wasn't this what impeachment was all about what was impeachment all about yeah. donald trump had said hey this, this,
1: this was why donald trump was impeached."
0: this is why donald trump was impeached thank you for clarifying because in our lifetime i think there's been like what, two impeachments which impeachment There's been more
1: impeachments in our lifetime yeah right there's been more more presidents have been impeached in our lifetime than in the entire history of the united states prior to it i want to read you because the next previous president before clinton that got impeached was andrew jackson this is a horrible ugly situation oh it is
0: there is no way that you can tell me that the trump family is not corrupt or they have the illusion of corruption about them is illusion the wrong word the what do you call that
1: the oh and like uh, the optics um,
0: the optics of illusion the optics of illusion are right. all of the, you know it this lo- what they do and how the trumps have apparently been profiting off of the office of the oval office the the, the presidency of the united oh, states president yeah that looks bad and there are reasons why liberals will never vote for okay. donald trump beyond that and then you turn around here's the alternative here here's here's joe biden here's 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 joe biden who he's supposed to be better than Donald Trump. He's supposed to be less corrupt. You know, he's supposed to be, bring integrity yeah. and civility back to the White House. While he's saying, hey, listen, fat, why don't you go vote for the other guy? And then there's also the, um, the, pla- yeah. the plagiarism issues way back in 87 and 88. Remember that? And then, of course, Eric finds an oh yeah but I mean come
1: on Eric hold on hold on Eric you're taking out of context the whole fact that you're assuming Joe Biden is even going to be president because according to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris the Harris administration is not going to handle things the same way that Donald Trump oh that's
0: right oh I'm sorry I totally forgot oh I'm so ashamed (laughs) from Politico February 8th 2019, Biden Incorporated over his decades in office, decades, quote, middle class Joe, unquote, family fortune, have closely tracked his political career. And of course, the thing is, is that we haven't even bothered to talk about paradigm global advisors. Do a search of that and you'll find Joe's brother were involved in a controversy surrounding a now shuttered hedge fund
1: uh,
0: and the and the, this has been out in the ether j for a couple of years now it's yeah if somebody like bernie sanders or tulsi gabbard or elizabeth warren wanted to knock joe biden out of the race they could have brought up paradigm global advisors and they didn't.
1: This is the thing that's sh- well, this is the thing that's shocking to me is how the fuck did we get here? Where Joe fucking Biden is the Democratic candidate and Donald Trump is the sitting president. This election is an indictment on our entire political process, is what it what the truth is. And the media plays into it. Um, The rank and file Americans play into it by not paying attention to what the hell's going on. The, The truth is, we're all fucking up. And the evidence is sitting right in front of our faces that we have to choose, supposedly, between Joe Biden and Donald Trump as the next president. They both have problematic histories of sexual harassment. They both have problematic histories of economic malfeasance. They both have histories of political malpractice. And this, this is what we have to choose from.
0: And then I got into an argument with somebody on Facebook.
1: America, we have fucked up.
0: Oh, we fucked up badly, Jay. I was in an argument, yeah. a conversation on Facebook, about why people are voting for Joe Jorgensen. And as part of my argument, I I sent them links that are already in the show page about this article. This is why I can't vote for for Joe Biden, and then I was accused of being a Trump supporter. And I said, here's a here's a link to my Twitter. You already have the link to my Facebook profile, the Fedora Chronicles homepage. Here's a link to rants. Yeah. And here's a link to the podcast. I will donate $50.
1: Because I, yeah.
0: I will donate $50 to Joe Biden's campaign if you can prove that I'm a diehard Trump supporter. How about we make it $500? You find proof, you find proof that I'm a Donald Trump supporter and I will donate $500 to Joe Biden's campaign. It didn't get back to me yet. Maybe he's still looking. Yeah. Cuz Oh, well,
1: for $500, yeah.
0: Both these guys look. are corrupt. Both of these guys are corrupt. And then you have people like yep. do, we, do we want do we want to do we want to end the show talking about voter shaming and how voter shaming is bad cuz this is the perfect segue, Jay.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: How much time do you have left?
1: What what Uh, how- not much. I got like maybe 10-15 minutes.
0: All right. Maybe we, should, maybe we should do an entire show on voter shaming because um, master thespian and best-selling author Will Wheaton wrote this scathing diatribe on voting third party. Oh, I'm sorry. Richard William Wheaton III wrote this b- <gasps> brilliant essay. Here we go. Let me see. I'm, I am just going to. I'm just going to read the last three paragraphs here. I respect and admire your commitment to climate change policy. I promise you that Biden Harris will do will be more concerned about the climate change policy than Trump Pence Exxon will be. If you are going to throw a tantrum and refusing to vote for Biden and the Democrats because they aren't perfect enough for you, you are giving a giant fuck you to the planet, the climate and vulnerable people all over the country i get that you want to change the party and move us to the left who's us who's us will i want to do that too electing young progressive passionate people like aoc is going to do that far more effectively than voting for somebody who gives you the fan fiction you crave without any chance of actually holding office we moved biden to the left Because we supported and worked with Bernie and Senator Warren, not by threatening to hold our breaths until we took our threats to vote for somebody else who's who he's never heard of and doesn't care about and doesn't care about seriously. Okay, that's an awkward sentence. Well, anyone who identifies as progressive and is still supporting and planning to vote for anyone other than Biden is someone I don't take seriously or respect at all. The future of our country and the planet is at stake. And at this point, the choice is Biden or Trump, period. Full stop. You may not like it, which is obviously your fundamental right, but doesn't change the facts or the reality of the situation. Vote Biden-Harris like your life depends on it, because it does. Oh, so here's an idea. Um, vote for Biden and Harris- so you get Will Wheaton's respect. That sounds like a great idea. What about your self-respect? Because you right. You listen to shows like this, the Fedora Chronicles radio show, News of the Week with Jason Cousineau. And we basically went through this Senate report and we clearly demonstrated how Joe Biden and Biden Incorporated, or the Biden crime family are obviously corrupt, obviously corrupt. You look at Trump and all of Trump's problems. You really honestly believe that a man who has said time and time again, nothing will fundamentally change. A man who has said that he is not going to end fracking is somehow going to do a better job for the environment than Donald Trump. You actually believe that you can move Biden further to the left After you vote for him, pardon my language, and I can say this because Harrison is no longer in a meeting with his teachers on Zoom. You're a fucking idiot if you actually think you can move Biden to the left after he has your vote. You're a fucking idiot if you think that you can. Again,
1: again. Go ahead. Again, hold on, hold on. Because you got to remember we're you are assuming Joe Biden is going to be the president. I give it days if not weeks after Joe Biden gets sworn in before he abdicates and we give it to, they give it to uh, Kamala Harris.
0: Oh, I'm going off of what Will Wheaton says here. Okay, but let's just take what you just said, Jay.
1: No, I understand that, yeah.
0: How are you going to move Kamala Harris anywhere when you've already pledged her vote? This is something other podcasters have said as, as well already, and probably have said it better than I have. How are you going to move Kamala Harris further to the left? You already gave her your pledge to vote for Biden Harris. Yeah. You've already here's what I do, and here's what I've done. Whenever there's a politician coming to my area and I go and I talk to them, I tell them. I am now an independent voter. My vote is in play. Here are the issues that are important to me. When I tell them that I'm a swing voter, pretty much for the next five or 10 minutes, I have the attention of the room. And when I tell them that I actually read the bills, I have the entire attention to the room. I went to a fundraiser for Democrat congressman, Paul Hodes. And I asked him a question about the, uh, the quote Obamacare unquote bill that was put before them. And I asked them about end of life counseling, otherwise known as death panels. And he assured me that was not in the bill. I made Paul Hodes practically or literally, because I'm not really sure. I don't have x-ray vision the way that I used to. I made Paul Hodes Practically or literally, piss and shit himself when I reached into my business sports coat jacket and pulled out the printing of the pages of the bill, opened it up and showed him. Read the bills. You should be going to senate.org and whatever it is, congress.org, house of representative yeah. org, whichever it is, and read the bills and go and talk to your senators and congressmen and people who are running for office, and you tell them, I'm not going to vote for you, and here's the reason why. You will get them to at least address you. The minute you say, I can't wait to vote for you. I'm excited to vote for you. I've been waiting to vote for you my entire life. They don't care about you. Your ass is bought and paid for.
1: You're a good little sycophant.
0: That's terrific. Thank you. Next. Hey, Mr. Candidate, my vote is in play. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Here are my issues. Woo me. See see what they say and do.
1: Give me a reason.
0: Now, Now, you've given me two reasons not to vote for Trump and Biden. Where am I supposed to go now? Biden is not any better than Trump after what we've just talked about for the past hour and 33 minutes recording, Jay. Yeah. And I'll reiterate this by saying this again. The country is screwed right now. You said it better than I did a couple of minutes ago. I'm surpri- I'm surprised that there aren't more people rioting in the streets. Well, because, well. Then of course, you know, <laughs> people were busy watching the Emmys this weekend, so that's the reason why they didn't riot. Well, yeah,
1: you yeah. know, priorities.
0: Yeah. So what do you say, Jay? How how, how can we end this?
1: In all honesty, man, I I think I think we're in a scary spot right now in history. We really are. We've literally got the state of California's on fire. Literally on fire. We've got violent riots happening all over the place. We've got two political candidates who are equally worthy of circling the drain and being flushed through no actions of anyone else, but simply based on their own merits. We've got a constituency, a political constituency who is so blinded by their desire to be seen as, quote unquote, doing the right thing, that they're not concerned with what they're doing if it really is the right thing. We've abdicated a lot of our responsibilities and our rights to political parties that have proven time and time again that they don't care for any of our rights at all. It's a scary situation we're in. It really is. This is this is horrifying to me. But what are we gonna do about it? Where have we gotten with, you know, the past what 40 years of voting for the guy who is close enough, you know, the lesser of two evils. Where has that gotten us? And people like Will Wheaton, who, you know, all power to him. He's, he's got a, his name is known by more people. Mine is right. But the truth of the matter is he's just another asshole with an opinion,
0: but I'm willing to bet people do not walk up to you in airports and say, shut up, koozie and walk off like they do to Will Wheaton. (laughs) Where they will walk up to Will and- not. and say, shut up, Wesley. Right,
1: Right. And the thing is, is that we've been doing things a certain way for so long and people are admonishing us to continue to do those same things the same way. When there's no evidence before us to indicate that it's going to fix any of the problems that we're facing. Maybe it's time we told those people to have a cup of shut the fuck up. Yeah. Cause they're not helping. Telling me that I'm a piece of shit for not voting for Biden is inspiration for me to not vote for Biden.
0: Yeah. And I think that's Telling
1: what... me that I'm falling for the evil Yeah, the, the evil tricks of those those libertarians or Green Party or insert other political party here. Because, you know, it's all fan fiction that's never going to actually happen is inspiration for me to vote for them. Because I know what I'm going to get if I vote for the other two, either one of them. I know what I'm going to get. I can look back on my entire life, the politics, as much politics as I've been aware of in my life. And I can say, okay, so that's how that shit goes. And that's how it's going to go if I vote for either schmuck A or schmuck B. I'll take my chances with the fan fiction. Thank you very much.
0: Boy, he really pissed you off. And you can
1: say I'm throwing my vote away. What? Wow, he
0: really pissed you off.
1: Right? Who the fuck does this guy think he is? Well, you know,
0: he thinks... Oh, you're an actor.
1: Oh, great. That's nice. You know, I did that when I was in fucking middle school. We called it make-believe. (laughs) Okay? Okay. And you can you can make, you know, add your full name to make it seem like you have more gravitas. But the truth of the matter is, I don't care what your name is. You're still another asshole with an opinion. And my opinion is that you telling me that by voting for a third party candidate, I'm throwing my my vote away is completely irrelevant, because in my opinion, you voting for the status quo is throwing throwing your vote away. Yeah. If you're concerned about the environment, prove it do something. Why don't you give up your million dollar home? Why don't you move into a smaller, more environmentally conscious place? The only person in Hollywood that I actually listen to that talks about environmental issues is Ed Bagley Jr. Because he lives a zero carbon footprint lifestyle. He drives an electric car. His house is powered by solar. This guy walks the walk and talks the talk. I will actually listen to him on environmental issues. I disagree with him on everything else. But that's irrelevant, because I will listen to him on that, because he's putting his, his money where his mouth is, right? Yeah. Will Wheaton, you want to tell me you're concerned about the environment? What car do you drive? Is Will Wheaton's house solar powered? Is that how he's charging his Prius?
0: I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't care about Will Wheaton, except for...
1: Because it's all... I know. And that's the whole thing. It's, it's, it's all of these people are doing things that are only surface level, so that they can they can look at their peers and say, I'm doing the right thing, quote unquote, trademark. You know, give me a thumbs up. Let me know you approve of what I'm doing. I don't care about the approval of my peers. I, If I want to do what's right, I want I need to do something different than what has been done yeah. for the past 40, 50 years. Look at where we are. We've got a choice between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And how do we get there? By voting for the lesser of two evils. Guess what, guys? Now they're both equally evil.
0: What happens when you keep voting? So for the all less- you're going yeah. by is
1: the parenthetical letter after their name.
0: What do you get when you vote for the lesser of two evils? What do you get? What is you get the lesser? choose
1: between Joe Biden and Donald fucking Trump? No,
0: no. <laughs> if you, what are you voting for when you vote for the lesser of two evils? You're you're still voting for evil. That's you're still what voting the, for evil. That's what people don't seem to understand, Jay. You're still voting for evil. And, and my wife made this brilliant point earlier this morning. How do we know that somebody like, say, Tulsi Gabbard hasn't been corrupted and we just haven't found out about it yet? Or what it, What about names of Joe Jorgensen? How do we know George Joe Jorgensen hasn't been corrupted yet? This is a failure of the entire American political system and it took us decades to get here and here's the other thing and i'm going to say this before we let we before i let you go corruption in dc did not begin on january 20th 2017 it didn't start the first day trump took office it didn't start the first day obama nope. took office or when george w took office or clinton or george the 1st Or Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford, Richard Nixon. As much as you want to hate on Richard Nixon, it didn't start with Richard Nixon. It didn't start with Lyndon Johnson. And it didn't start with Jack Kennedy, even though he was killed for trying to end all of the bullshit. I think at the end of the show, I think I'm going to include the clip of Dwight Eisenhower's entire farewell address, or I'm going to post a link to it in the show notes, one or the other. It's worthy of a listen. And I promise you we will talk about that. We will definitely talk about his farewell address in a future podcast. I think we're gonna devote a huge portion of the podcast. The American political system is corrupt. Okay. The entire American political system is corrupt. My senator or my senators are corrupt. My governor is problematic. I have serious issues with one of my congresswomen. <laughs> my or my congresswoman i know for a fact that there's been pay-to-play deals here in my town in my local region and i don't know how to fix it other than have a podcast and listening to my wife beg me not not to go on the deep end and and ruin my health another amazing podcast by eric we're,
1: we're stating our opinion we're putting our voices out there
0: that's the best i can do today jay Congratulations on surviving another episode of the Fedora Chronicles radio show. Find out more about the Fedora Chronicles by visiting our website, thefedorachronicles.com. That's where you can find our show notes, past episodes, and articles. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram by simply searching for us on those platforms. Don't forget to join our group on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so that you can keep up with what we will be talking about in the next episode. Facebook, Twitter, and our email address, at Google.com, are great ways to drop us a line with your comments and show topic suggestions. And if it's any good, we promise we will read your comment on the air. Support the show by contributing to our Patreon page patreon.com slash Fedora Chronicles. For a mere dollar a month, you get early access to the podcast, updates on what we're doing, and for $5 a month, you get all that and a t-shirt and coffee mug of your choice. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to all of our listeners who are already contributing. You can also support the show and show off your incredible, impeccable taste by buying our merch at zazzle.com slash store slash Fedora Chronicles. The theme songs for the show are Royal Flush and Black Cabaret by Olive Musique. All other music on the show is listed on the show page and has been provided to us by Premium Beats from Shutterstock. Copyright the Fedora Chronicles 2020. All rights reserved. On behalf of my co-host Jason and I, this is Eric Render king Fisk signing off and reminding you to keep your chins up and your fedoras on.